Hey, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Does this ring any bells? I am, that is. Mm-hmm. My sword will wield for me. Is that some kind of riddle? Uh, no, not at all. Hit the theme music. All right. Yeah, hey. You know, uh, the, the, there's a good uh, explanation reason why I read that, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, that would be getting way do, ahead of ourselves. Do you think um, um, Robert the Crow Pattinson's going to be all up in that riddle? Uh, who's that? I oh, don't worry about it. Okay. Well, what was the reference to? Oh, the new Batman trailer. Oh. oh, oh. Robert Pattinson is the crow. Yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson is the crow. Oh, was that was my mind supposed to follow that serpentine logic? It was. God damn it. Speaking of serpentine. Well, speaking of serpentine, welcome, dear listener readers. This is Asmodeus. This is Asmodeus. Asmodeus. I listen to audiobooks I have the whole thing in my head. That's fine. Two slow readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Where you're struggling to keep up with us. Yeah, as always. <laughs> yes, Gabriel, this is a show that's always about books. This is a show that isn't even remotely esoteric. Gabriel, this is a show that is moderately entertaining. This is a show where we talk all things lit and whatnot. This is a show where we like to curse when we talk about books. This is the only Explitterate mm-hmm. literature comedy podcast Boom. on the fucking market. Uh-uh, I want those losers at Overdue. Those cucks. To throw out some four-letter words. They don't. You just, Daniel just did a, a terrible jerk-off motion. Well, I, my hand was open. It wasn't oh, really. Oh, yeah, like, no, okay. It was more like a like a tossing out kind sure, of Sure, you're throwing dice. Like, I'm throw, like, throw out some four-letter words. Yeah, of course. Anyway, so this is a show about books. Yeah, um, we're real. Where are we? Uh, Gabriel, uh-huh. <laughs> what are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe. Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer, mm-hmm. and that's about it these here days. What about you, co-host? I'm Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez. An audio producer, editor, writer, and an author of speculative fiction. Yeah. And Daniel speculates on the future. I speculate. I ask, what if? And he knows nothing of science. I, I know nothing of science. All I do is I ask, what if? And then I answer it with no knowledge. With why not sure? Why not sure? Hey, did you know why World War II happened no because of sasquatch hey you know what there's that movie where a guy kills both hitler and bigfoot yeah i was also gonna say that uh wasn't it sam uh, elliott sam i think so yeah i think it was actually supposed to be half decent for some reason interesting i was gonna make make a, a very 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 deep cut joke and say hey that's a spoiler for the abominable for all the people out there who read the abominable by dan simmons by dan simmons my boy mm-hmm. uh and there's a show about podcasts yeah <laughs> it's it's really not but it's not it's yeah. a show about literature um yeah if somehow this is this is appealing to you if you've enjoyed yeah, this all yeah. so far <laughs> definitely go to apple podcasts and leave us a review and mm-hmm. some stars because that's what we need to get this fucking nonsense off yes. the ground and into the ears of many more Americans so we can have ourselves a live show hazards and everything yes has we will we'll be like that butter thing that's going on right now where butter there, thing? There, yeah there was like a, a what do you call it, like a butter like contest thing where like you sculpt butter and such oh of course and it like gathered and like everyone was just and like did everyone die unfortunately it was one of those things where like everyone there is like being like we're like we're doing this like you know despite everything and like i mean hey the people who are into that are into that you yeah know? they're very passionate and yeah. they live for it basically yeah and uh and also like us who live for nothing we live for nothing we're staying indoors we're staying indoors <laughs> playing skyrim yeah and we also get all our catchphrases from the reviews well pretty all, much all the best three-star reviews that's true <laughs> daniel um have we any new reviews no i just checked recently well damn I, i've been checking recently ever since we got two like in like one week and then like and then we talked about them and then the one person 
changed the, their review yeah, because we updated talked it. about we just it. talked about it. So yeah. as always, listeners, please um, seriously review our show because we read them on the air and we love hearing them. Yes. And Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Let's get on the business. Yeah. Because first off, let's get let's get one of these episodes underneath feature length. Oh. Uh, and uh, I, I, but and we have a big subject to talk about. Okay. Uh, this is also potentially the start of something. Yeah. New. Maybe. Uh, because we're doing, I like this whole thing about doing like all these fantasy sci-fi series, these speculative fiction series. Sure. It's kind of weird thing about this is speculative fiction. Yeah. Maybe, maybe mice have lives. Yeah. It's like, what, what? If well, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves because it's a big <laughs> this conversation. This ain't minions, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start talking. We've been threatening to do this for a while. We have probably longer than we realize too. I bet you know, like these episodes bleed together for me, dude. And like I don't oh, yeah. even know. Uh, I, I had the one episode uh, 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 downloaded on my computer. I was like going through things that I could just like delete because I wanted to reinstall Steam and play video games again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and like I listened to episode twenty five. Oh boy, how uh, did that sound? Uh, we sound so tinny. We sound like ten years younger. For wow. Some Maybe it's just the recording, but probably. But no, uh, that was my. I went on my tirade about the word biweekly. Oh, what yeah. what what book did we cover? Uh, it was Legends of the Fall. Oh wow! Yeah. And apparently that's how long ago it was. And you know what? Quality entertainment. I I believe it. But Gabriel, sure. <laughs> enough about biweekly. Uh-huh. This is a huge subject we have to talk about. Okay. Because we've been threatening to do this for a while. We have. We we're finally doing it, Gabriel. We're beginning. Talking mm-hmm. about the Redwall series by Brian Jakes. By Brian Jakes, a name that does not look like it's pronounced that way. It does not. It does not. It's such a mindfuck. It's the C that does it. Liverpool. That's what it is. Liverpudlians. But uh, yeah, we're we're and you know we're, what the best place to start with Redwall is what with Redwall book one book one. Although, and I'll get to this in a moment. Well, I may as well get to it. I'm going to say I don't need to fucking read off my notes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, basically, if you look at the actual chronology of the series, yeah. of the 22 books, technically, this is, like, actually closer to the middle. Mm, that so, makes yeah. sense. Well, Daniel, how many books are there in the Redwall series there, since the passing of Brian Jakes? Well, there are there are just 22. There's, but, yeah, and everything like that. And, and if you don't mind, I need to talk about some some dude some, I've been a, some guy I've been aware of since since I was a child. Hmm. Is it Santa? The monster that is Brian Jakes he began kind of like in 1939. Then the drug heap that is Liverpool, England. 1939. Wow. 1939. I want to point that out. You're fucking old. old. Uh, its savage career of animal murder, human suffering, and savage violence finally came to a halt in 2011 when the monster was laid low by a heart attack. Oh man! The world was saved since the Dark One held the world hostage, continuing in perpetuity its endless stories of talking animals, legendary weapons, and heroic quests. I don't know if your narration right now is Stan Lee or Neil Gaiman or both. Maybe a little bit of all of them. Maybe a little bit of Brian Jakes. The name of this evil was Brian Jakes. Yeah. And never should that name be uttered again. Old Bri. When Brian Jakes was a child, his father read him Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Robert Louis... Oh, fuck. I don't know why I have a hard time reading these three Robert names. Robert Louis Stevenson? Robert Louis Stevenson and Edgar Rice Burroughs. It really hit me. It's like Actually, three, it's difficult, yeah. three names that all had Arthur three Arthur Conan names. Doyle, Robert Louis Stevenson third guy on McGillicuddy. Edgar Rice Burroughs. That guy. But it was The Wind in the Willows that inspired him to the path of darkness. Hmm. He wrote, a, he wrote a story about a bird who cleaned a crocodile's teeth as a child. And his teacher at the time believed the child to be hellspawn because no child, no man-child could uh, have written such a thing. Uh, but he abandoned school at 15 to be I'm not kidding, this isn't me hype, you know, hyping up, sure. a fucking sailor. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I uh, believe that. Apparently, I mean, it's Liverpool. So That's something like, you do in like 1940 
whatever. Uh, 1952? F- yeah, late 40s or so. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like, oh, I'm just going to be a sailor. He's like, listen, I'm going to do that thing that all men do when they turn 15, and I'm going to fucking sail. That's what I would do. Uh, he was writing the Red Bull, Redwall books privately for children attending the Royal uh, Water Tree School for the Blind, whom he referred to as his special friends. As his dibbins? I uh, believe, however, that he was actually sucking the life out of those poor children. Okay. Uh, mesmerizing them with tales of warrior mice. Sure. Uh, one day his, his glowing eyes. His glowing eyes. His hasmodeuses. Mm-hmm. One day his former teacher, who also taught uh, Paul McCartney and George Harrison, apparently they were the same teacher. I, I, I'm not too sure how off they are. Like, but, you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure teacher. Harrison was like at least three years younger than the rest of them. Yeah, like slightly. He was the youngest. Uh, showed it to his publisher. The teacher told Brian Jakes, this is the finest children's tale I've ever read. How old was he? Uh, at the time, uh, oh no, he, well, the first book was published in 1986 to, to get ahead. Okay. So like he was in like his like later forties when they started actually being published. I don't know like when this took place, but, uh, right. Yeah. I told him like, it, and you'd be foolish not to publish it essentially. Okay. Uh, and specifically this, uh, this book, this children's literature book was unusual for a couple reasons. First off, it was long. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Brian Jakes. How did. many, uh, Great Gatsby's is it, Daniel? Um, well, it's 100,000, so it's two Great Gatsby's. No. Uh, however, the original manuscript was 800 handwritten pages. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's basically like this long, essentially, which is long. It's like 350 pages. Most yeah. most of the books are this length, mm-hmm. which like was very long at the time because like for popular children's literature, it would be around like 200 pages. Yeah, these are like like mini Hobbits. Yeah. Meanwhile, longer than The Hobbit, I think. Longer Hobbits. Actually, yeah, we're The long that. bits. But like essentially that all changed with like Harry Potter because essentially Harry Potter is like, oh, people like long things. People like a thousand page stories about teenage boys. It's also why like like movies got like longer too it's like if you need to be a blockbuster it needs to be at least two and a half hours one day will be full bollywood one of these days uh the books uh typically focus on good overcoming evil but the books don't shy around the realities of battle and many good characters die horribly they sure do they do it's shocking yeah <laughs> i mean not yeah anyway uh some interesting facts about this one in particular redwall the first book uh, it was published in 1986, like mm-hmm. I said. Uh, although some dates have that listed 1985. Interesting. But most of them say 1986. It is one year older than Daniel and I. Yes, and one year younger than my brother. Oh, yeah. uh, the U.S. covers tend to be way cooler than the U.K. covers, which mm-hmm. is which is I, don't, I think we talked this before. Like if you if you imagine like there's a U.S. cover and a U.K. cover, picture what those covers on their heads and then switch them. Yeah, the the UK covers look kind of like uh they yeah. look like slightly blander kind of like paintings. They, they look they look like they're trying to make it like really exciting and and like you know cool and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then like the US covers look like more classical. Yeah, like they look kind of like, like um uh, the books that um uh, the girl from uh Moon, like Moonrise Kingdom carried around, yeah, yeah. but less but less cool. Yeah, <laughs> like the cover of Lord Barak Tree. It's it's just a badger holding a sword facing off against the guy, but. There's something that flat about it, especially yeah. compared to the American covers, which are like glorious. Look, they're etched in stone. Yeah, like uh, stained glass I almost. The, I have a physical copy of Red War right here. This is a different one, but like the it's audio, super cute. The audiobook uh, has like the original. Has the, a little habit. Has the U.S. cover, and it looks it looks like this, but even better. Like it really does. Tight. Oh boy, my phone fell asleep. It's got, <laughs> it's got a little Clooney up there, and there's the snake. Little Clooney dog. Yeah. George Clooney dog. dog. All right. Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say. I already covered that. Uh, this is the only book in the series that alludes to human civilization. It does. Uh, which uh, with like the horse and the hay yeah. card in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the horse is the only animal to appear in the entire series that acts like an animal and yeah. not like an anthrop. It's not anthropomorphized. Yeah. Um, some animals uh, seem to that don't seem to exist or are never mentioned again after this one. Yeah. Uh, horses, dogs, pigs, and cows. Mm-hmm. Those make no appearances in any of the future books, and they're they're like 
like uh, casually mentioned this and like a horse shows up. Yeah, this is kind of what I'm looking forward to discussing with you is all the questions I had about this book reading yeah. as a kid being like, wait, there's a horse and a cart? That implies there are humans, but then again, the abbot refers to, oh, go that way, it's a few miles. What is a mouse mile? Is it a regular mile? What how, what size are they? <laughs> it's the same thing. As there it, are yeah. barns uh, with owls in it. Yeah, there's, uh, I think I have a few of them down. First off, like, a, there's another big one where, like, cows seem to not really exist in this world, mm-hmm. but they're constantly eating, like, dairy products and such, like cheese and yeah, such. Yeah, where do the milk come from? It's, it's like one of those things, it's like, all right, don't think about it too much, because, you know, it's, you know. Are there many goats? <laughs> Here, here's another crazy thing. Uh, the earlier books frequently uh, uh, mention, like, human concepts such as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but that actually, like, once, like, the story kind of, like, becomes itself, really, like, the, the hell is not mentioned. However, now and then, uh, a reference will be made when a creature is dying, and then they're going to, quote-unquote, the dark forest or hell gates. Sure. Um, which are never explained or described at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, b- despite the fact that it's, a, it's an abbey with monks and a abbot. Yeah. There's not, there's no Christianity. There's, there's, yeah, there's no Christianity, there's no real talk of, like, religion. Which means they're all going to hell, because yeah. if you know, if you don't believe in, if you don't accept Jesus Christ into your heart, <laughs> It means you go to hell. The, the way that was described, it's like they didn't mention heaven. There's no heaven. There's just oh. hell and then dark forest, <laughs> wow. which is the same. All right, <laughs> everyone's cool. going the same. I thought you said dark forces, like oh, like no. <laughs> you know, fucking the uh, Star Wars game. Dark fort. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't, well, I don't, know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't Jesus fucking Christ. care. I don't give a shit about anything. Uh, okay. Kyle Katarn. Uh, here's an interesting thing that also sets us apart from other kind of like young young adult series like these. Uh, most characters only appear in two books at most. Mm. Um, the big exception, of course, is Martin. Yeah. Uh, who appears in every single book, even if he's just casually mentioned, even if yep. like like a, a legendary mouse with like a sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like one other character who's like in this one who like appears in three books, but like that's it like no I mean, Matthias is mentioned a few times yeah something like that uh the books have been translated into 28 languages whoa um there was a three season animated series b- that began in like 1999 i think it was mm-hmm. uh they cover the books redwall matameo and martin the warrior mm, logical uh every episode began with jakes himself uh giving a synopsis of the story thus far in rap form in rap form. Uh, no, uh, these intros were... My name's they... Brian Jakes, and I'm here to say I'm here to rap in a red wall way. Okay. Uh, I thought the... I was going to go really blue there. These intros... I was expecting that. These intros aren't included in the DVDs, and also if you try and watch them on YouTube, I couldn't find them. Really? Yeah, you can they find... Were, they were on PBS when I watched the little bits I did. Yeah. So maybe off PBS Unlimited, you can probably watch them on... Maybe. Yeah, it's just like the DVDs, and I'm sure that's where they got the YouTube thing from. Mm-hmm. I-, I watched a little bit of it. I'll talk about that in a moment. But um, I will say that uh, the cast features Tyrone Savage, a very young Allison Pill. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, Tim Curry playing the bad guy in the Matameo. Oh, that's cool. Um, I forget who the bad guy is in Matameo. The book was also... I don't remember. I, I never read that one. Uh, mm. The book was also adapted into an opera and a Kickstarter video game series. That an is opera? That is presently being released in installments. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen it, and then I've always been... It looks so kind of, like, kickstarted that I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> continue. Brian Drake's uh, such it's like the C and the Q. I, it's so hard to it's like when I Brian when Jakes. I see the word in front of me, it's really hard to <laughs> I, it's hard to say it. Brian Jake's drunk with power declared himself the best children's author in the world. Really? <laughs> no doubt. No. Well, no, someone else called him that. Oh, well, that's uh, a, he was walking around touting that. Yeah, that's what I want to give the image of him. Uh, no doubt he intended to continue until the end times, producing an average uh, on average a Redwall book a year. Yeah, maybe. Um, but alas, in 2011, his many enemies were victorious and finally put the scourge into the ground. 
the final Redwall book, the Rogue the Scourge, the Reg- the Rogue Crew. I couldn't say that for some reason fast. The Rogue Crew. The Rogue Crew was released posthumously in 2011, the same year as the author's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only wrote like so many like non-Redwalls things. He had a a trilogy called The Flying Dutchman, which is another young abu- young adult series. I recall that. Sounds fairly wild. And he has two short story collections, Seven Strange and Ghostly Tales, and The Rubber Jack and Other Curious Yarns, which is a book that actually I own and have on the East Coast. Hey! Uh, he did some other Redwall things, miscellaneous, but like, boring. Mm-hmm. But boring. Sure. Gabriel! Yes, Daniel! Thank you for listening to me uh, say all that. Yeah. Uh, now... In, in your weird headcanon where he's some kind of, like, monstrous villain? He is a monstrous villain. Yeah, he's so boringly fucking, like, a good person. <laughs> like, come on. He's like, oh, I came up with, like, this magical story about like fucking mice mice about warriors warrior mice. reading to like my special friends who are at a blind school and everything mm-hmm. like it, it's yeah hello children do you know what a pine martin is <laughs> it's some kind of fat weasel oi what kind of accent is that cat governor <laughs> that's me oi i'm kyle jakes did, did kyle you? jakes kyle jakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know the rip off horrible like like loose branding of him <laughs> Oh man! I was gonna say like the kids He's are a like- Times Square like a uh, fake uh, mascot version. <laughs> Teacher, that fucking guy was getting weird at us again. He kept calling himself Kyle, <laughs> like an American. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just called the cops quietly afterwards. Uh, I tell you what, did you know that he was English? Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't really know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it was a uh, not to go into it so soon, but I'll get, I'll mention it much more later. Um, Redwall was a long running gag between me and the friend way back growing up that we always, we had a long like comical fascination of Brian Jacques, and we always assumed he was a creepy old sailor man. Which I mean, wait, was that friend me? No. Okay, because I think I had, to, had the separate thing going on. We might have all jumped in on it. Because, you know, I mean, like, we were all children with bad senses of humor, and you look at yeah. the back at all the books, and they'd be like this bald fucking grinning guy at you, and be like, oh, this guy fucks yeah, children. Yeah, when, you when you're 13 years old, you have the, you have, you're not funny, but you think you are. Oh, And you, yeah. you want to temper anything you have any kind of sincerity about with some kind of disgusting childish humor. Exactly. But that's it. Yeah. Gabriel, uh-huh. can you tell us specifically okay. what this first book, Redwall, is Red about? Redwall, from the Redwall? series and maybe even like about like the kind of red wall series in the whole if you possibly can but, sure yeah, um, well let's see here. so the series the whole world of red wall is about anthropomorphic rodents for the most part with the occasional exception but mostly it is mice it is shrews it is voles it is weasels it is ferrets it is badgers it is Badger. etc badgers <laughs> so um it's a fun little fantasy kind of uh like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Not generational, but it's like a multi-generation saga of different books all about Redwall Abbey, which is a abbey, you know, like a nice cathedral, mm-hmm. a whole little, small little compound of an abbey made from sandstone, red sandstone walls. And it's all about the mice and other rodents who inhabit it. Yeah. They're basically um, uh, people of peace, but they'll always fight in order to preserve the peace. Yes. That kind of nonsense. And every Redwall book, it, they're all fairly formulaic, but it's all about a uh, a threat in the form of, quote-unquote, vermin, which are like your foxes, your weasels, your rats. Uh, interesting enough, I don't mean to interrupt you, but... Please go ahead. And uh, this in particular one, that's another inconsistency with like the th- uh, with the, the, the thing, is that in this one, um, it is mentioned that foxes aren't inherently evil, just the foxes in this one are particularly bad. Sailor and Chicken Hound. Yeah, but in the future uh, books, basically, yeah, foxes are included with the vermin races. Yeah, I mean, there, there are very few exceptions, and we'll, I think we're going to read one of my favorites later on, where there's a notable... Uh, uh, vermin like good guy okay but it's all cool so specifically um uh the redwall books are 
they're fantasy, obviously, because it's about anthropomorphic animals, <laughs> but they're not fantasy in the sense of magic, because Redwall is notably a magic-free fantasy world. Yeah. It's all about swords and, and prophecies. The the only time, like, anything, like, magical specifically happens is, um, like, there are, like, seers who usually end up being charlatans, but mm-hmm. apparently in, like, other books, like, sometimes it works whatever yeah and like a like a, a supernatural premonitions yeah like like martin himself yeah. will visit people in dreams but like that's but that's really it there's no it's oh, it's almost kind of weird calling this a fantasy story yeah you know but it, it is but like it makes you be like you know it's this it, yeah it's anyway i'm sorry i mean <laughs> if, if it wasn't about animals it would just be like a swords a, a classic sword adventure it would just be like a historical fiction action story yeah Yeah, pretty much (laughs) so in this first book in the series we are introduced to young matthias he is a um good-natured um young mouse Mm -hmm. working in living in redwall and he idolizes martin the warrior one of the founding members of redwall who is a mighty warrior mouse so as he's going about in his daily life, meanwhile, a rat named Clooney the Scourge, Clooney the Scourge. who commands an army of other bastard rats and vermin, <laughs> decide to make their way over to Redwall, long story short, to take over it and take because it is a valuable fortress. They they yeah, they just they don't they just kind of like accidentally kind of Yeah, come they happen in upon it. They're just going they're just going around, they stop at St. Ninian's and they just kind of like, "Oh, check it out. There's an abbey there. Let's it, it's mine now because I'm Clooney the fucking scourge." Yes. Wait, Daniel, please for the audience. Um do an imitation of how Clooney sounds in your audiobook. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can. It, it's like it, it oh man. It, it no, cuz like Is he Gerald Dipaldo? Well, I think the guy the guy has like a much he has the actual accent himself, oh. but like, it, I, like I can't like, do it. It is like French, but also kind of like slur- like slurring his words a little bit. Okay. So like, instead of like, I expect Clooney the Scourge to sound like this big badass rat. Instead, he's like, "Hey, I'm, yeah, I am Clooney the Scourge," and everything. Cool. It, it actually, yeah, no, it's pretty surprising. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I dig it. So, uh, essentially, this first book is about Martin. Uh, sorry, Matthias trying to discover the mystery of Martin the Warrior. How, um. Martin, through his fan, through um, uh, prophecies and dream visits, establishes that like Matthias is almost like a rebirth of him, and Matthias needs to recover the sword and shield of Martin the Warrior. Meanwhile, Clooney lays a like siege to Redwall. Uh, shit happens. There's some foxes. <laughs> a lot happens. Uh, yeah, quite a bit happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. You you meet um uh, uh Basil Saghair, the the good-hearted. British foppish um, soldier rabbit. Yeah, the the the, the Jess whole, squirrel champion climber. The the whole book is very much like just like a it, it is like a cavalcade of just like animal characters. Because mm-hmm. um, we also have uh, Cadence the badger. Is that her name? Constance. Constance. Thank you. I, I, a normal name. Yeah, a very normal name. Um, yeah, the badger, and then like you know, there's like Methuselah. There's uh, yeah, the elderly scholar mouse. Father, what's his fucking name? Mortimer. Mortimer. Okay. Abbott Mortimer. Abbott Mortimer. Um, and uh, yeah, and then like then we meet like a bunch of other characters like uh, yeah, the sparrows in the ceiling of the abbey. Uh, Warbeak, uh, the cat, <laughs> the owl. <laughs> yeah, I meet Captain Snow and Gingivere, the cat, and there's also the 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 gorilla union of shrews. Yeah. And of course, Asmodeus the adder. The adder. The snake adder. The snake. So, um, yeah. in summation, it is a nice, exciting little rollicking adventure where a rat, an evil rat, tries to take over the Abbey of Mice, and eventually Matthias um, realizes his destiny and he regains Martin's sword and shield, and and in a mm-hmm. final battle, 
um, uh, the inhabitants of Redwall and the friends Matthias made defeat Clooney and his army. Yes. With many deaths on both sides. Lots of deaths. There's a lot of mur- like really These are brutal, violent. Yeah. No, uh, it's um, when you're like, not, not, not graphically violent, but uh, there's a lot more death than you think there'd be in a kid's book. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. There's like more death in here than like in a Lord of the Rings book in terms of characters, like speaking part characters who die. Yeah, it, there's so yeah, well, because like everyone who dies is a speaking part. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, like no, it, it, like when you're an adult going back, it's kind of shocking. When you're in a kid, you're kind of like just with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but like, because like in the beginning, like on the fucking cart, like a rat jumps up on the horse, like, you know, Clooney tells him to go like bite the horse to make him go faster. And like the guy falls off and then like dies in a red mist of death. Yeah. Cause like, like the, the, like the, oh, the heart yeah. like crushes him. Yeah. Like stuff like that happens and you're yeah. just like, Whoa, oh boy. Red mist of death in a fucking kid's book. Huh? Yeah. I mean, cool. th- that's fine. It, it is, as you said, it's violent. It's not gratuitous. It's not, no, it's never. not grisly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's but pretty there, fucking But there are <laughs> actions and there are consequences, which is something that always drew to me, drew me to it when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I tell you what. The one thing I should say, just like briefly, say the one like, thing, Daniel. The, the, I only got to say one thing. Just one at thing. this point. Before All right. We, before we go to break, air horn. I do want to say is that like um, yeah, as you said, like they're they're they do follow a kind of like formula and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's it's like the best and worst thing about these books. Yeah. Um, and we'll see how long we're gonna go in terms of talking for talking about these books, because like, uh. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to this and we'll tell how we feel about them as a mm-hmm. whole, but like... Yeah, at the very end of this episode, we're going to discuss how we mean to move forward with Redwall, or if, if we even yeah. are. Yeah, totally. Like, the... But, like, pretty much every book has that kind of formula where, like, there's usually, like, some piece disrupted by some bad guy who shows up. Mm-hmm. The hero has to... The hero kind of goes on his or her own quest. Yeah, a series while, of riddles, While, and like, there's, there's the other plot over here, which is essentially involving, like, the bad guy usually attacking, like, mm-hmm. a place or whatever. Um, hero- and then eventually, like, they just kind of, like, come back yeah, together they converge. The there's a couple sea stories about residents of either in Redwall or, <clears throat> like, people affected by the villain. There's usually a... A monster character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, it is Asmodeus, the snake. Yeah. Um, in other books, like you know, it's been like all kinds of things. I, I forgot what it was like. Apparently, some like the sea, the, the the seafaring ones have like actual sea serpents. And yeah, I don't recall. It's yeah. it's been a very long time. I, yeah, this is me like reading. I've actually I don't think I've ever read any of like the seafaring ones. Oh. Um, I don't think so. I mean, it's, they're not all seafaring. No. There's like a, there's actually only like there's a lot so of pirates eventually, which is cool. Yeah, like the later ones, the mm-hmm. like the in the, like in the Tagarung last Tagarung like, is one of my favorites. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully read a few of those, especially. But um, yeah. But yeah, I tell you Daniel what, Daniel loves pirates. <laughs> uh, I tell you, what, before we go on about pirates, okay, uh, let's go on break. All right, really already? Yeah, no. Hey, Good for hey, us. Hey, you know what? We can we could we don't need to go on for another twenty minutes. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, because because I feel like if we just keep talking, we're you gonna talk you more about. Around for 20 more minutes no i all want right, this to fine. be this is supposed to be these episodes are supposed to be under an hour okay all right the last one was like 139 minutes or something oh, we had a guest and we had a great time yeah no it is but like like but that is very long <laughs> <laughs> all right all, all right, right, right but that's it let's go to break mm-hmm. when we come back we're gonna play a game okay when we come back from that yeah uh-huh. we're gonna talk about our feelings our thoughts and feelings all right gabriel yeah throw us a break done Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. What's happening? To... Slow readers. Yeah. America's Fast Way Slow Podcast. I'm still Gabe. I am Daniel. Yay, Daniel. This is book. 
We're we're barking. <sighs> All right, okay, I'm lightheaded. Uh, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <You're> long <ooty. laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Usually it doesn't happen, but it's kind yeah. of. Warm Daniel, in here. I'm, I'm I'm I've seriously been looking. You know, I I have a little bit of money thanks to unemployment. Thank okay. goodness. But but you know it doesn't mean I should be spending money willy nilly. Mm-hmm. But I'm also looking at just getting a small little keyboard in here so I can be like your Reggie Watts and I start playing <laughs> like little beats whenever you start doing things like ooh. Okay. That's anyway. Uh, eat shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, Daniel. I have a game for you to play today. Okay. Okay. What is it? What is it? What is it? I've decided to call it Red Wall or Nothing. Okay. All right. So Daniel, what I'm gonna so as we discussed, these stories are. Very formulaic, but you know, they're fine. They're good. Uh huh. So, what I decided to do is I'm going to read a description. Mm-hmm. Um, I rewrote a lot of these, or I copied them straight off of Amazon, more or less was fixing some things. Mm-hmm. I changed no names. Well, except for the ones I made up. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you even make them up? Daniel, I'm going to read you a description, and you're going to tell me is this. A book of Redwall, or is this a different YA fantasy book? And I've just inserted Redwall names into it. Okay, all right, all right. Redwall or bust? I got mm-hmm. it. Redwall or nothing? Redwall or nothing? Okay. Okay. Uh, that said, hit the theme music. All right, here we go. How many are there? There are s- seven. Okay. I always do seven. It's easier for me that way. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Daniel. Here we go. Ready? Yes. When the clever and greedy wildcat, Sarmina, takes over the Mossflower Woods, brave Martin the Warrior, quick-talking thief Gonf, and Kenny the Mole, quest Salamandastron to recruit the legendary warrior, gain the mighty. Is that Redwall, or that I just plug in names? That is a Redwall book. Daniel, for a bonus point, do you want to say which one it is? Yeah, isn't it the Salamagagabibin? Incorrect. So no okay. bonus point, but that's okay. one point for you, Daniel. Hold hey, finger. What's the what's the name of the book? That one is book two, Mossflower. Oh, that's Mossflower. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, um, there's a good also, one too. Funnily enough, there there was another book that I was looking at, one of the later ones that sound that I thought that was and basically has a very similar plot. So well, hey. <laughs> I mean, who would have figured? But okay, all right. I got one point. Here's your next one, Daniel. Okay. On the aisle of oh, I changed that. I'm trying to change it back. Whatever. On some aisle. Pine Martin Emperor Ublas, better known as Mad-Eyes, sends his lizard army on a mission to capture Redwall. As the lizard army marches, Martin II and his fellow Redwall inhabitants must solve six riddles that will give them the magic stones necessary to defeat Ublas. Gabriel, mm-hmm. that is not Redwall. Daniel, you are incorrect. Oh yeah? That is the Pearls of Lutra. Fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but um, uh, Martin II, that is actually Matsumeo's son. Okay, all right, all right, no problem. Uh, I was gonna say like that that because like with the, 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 the has to answer six things. I'm like that is outside of Jake's fucking uh thing. Yeah, the six riddles that give them the magic stones are the pearls of Lucha. I was gonna say that is not Jake's purview. Yeah, no, apparently <laughs> it is. All right, all right but okay, right, you go one on one. You got you got you got you're 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 on a good track here. Here's your next one, Daniel. Okay. Crafty young warrior mouse Callie escapes from the mines, only to be captured by Dorian, a ferret prince. As Dorian heads to Salamandastron for help protecting his tiny kingdom, he recruits Kali to be his personal protector. But first, she must navigate the competition to earn this prized role among Dorian's warriors. Daniel, Redwall or nothing? It could be anything. It could be, couldn't <laughs> like, it? It's literally if like I know any of the names. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to say that's not Redwall, but I don't fucking know. Daniel, 
Give yourself a point, right. because that is the plot of Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Maas. Oh, All yeah. I added was um, Hennessal Mandestron, because Selena Sardafian escapes from the mine to become the protector of Prince Dorian, uh, and she has to do a competition to become his, his <clears throat> assassin. I'm sure there's a, a Redwall book that has that same thing, where someone escapes from mines and becomes something. Anyway. Well, we'll see. Okay. Here's your next one, Daniel. When Ferret Swart and his archenemy Sunflash swear a pledge of death upon each other, a young creature is cruelly banished from the safety of Redwall. As he grows, he seeks revenge in the people of Redwall and finds himself embroiled in a hostile battle with far-reaching consequences. Daniel, is that a Redwall book or is that another random fantasy? I'm sure it's Redwall. Daniel, give yourself a celebrity story tip. Celebratory sip. Cel- Celebratory. A celebrity sip? A celebrity sip okay. of your Cosmo, because you are correct. That is the outcast of Redwall. One of my favorites. Okay. Uh, uh, that was also one I kind of wanted to touch on. Yeah, that's a good one. That's one of the only ones that really breaks the formula. Also, who made the, the, the cocktail? Is it uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, three points. She lazily made them like in like sweat, being like, here's your shit. Oh, yeah. Here's your next one, Daniel. Okay. Jen. A young ferret is recruited by Sonus the Cruel, a power-mad warlord stoat, to steal a precious stone called Hameth's Gift from Redwall Abbey. Jen is joined by Sophos, a good-natured weasel, and Ambrose, a quick-witted rat. Is that Redwall, or is that some other shit? I'm gonna say that's not, but Daniel? I don't fucking know. Daniel? Uh-huh. You were correct. Okay. That is Thief by Megan Whalen Turner, a book I really loved as a kid, actually. Uh-huh. I think it won the Newberry. All right. It's a really good one. Good for, uh... It's really dark, too. Good for Thief. The sequel begins with him getting his hand cut, like, getting cut the fuck off, and he's like, oh, what do I do now? He got Roland of Gileaded? He did, straight <laughs> up. Well, but more less finger, more fingers than him. Yeah. Anyway. Daniel, did we do gun? Did we do gunslinger for this show? Oh, uh, we did. Uh, no, we did. Wind through the keyhole. That's it. That's that's it. Hmm. No, we could. That's hey, we're doing fantasy series. This hey, that might be a good next one. Good thing I left all my dark tarot books on the east coast. Hey, my favorite's the, my favorite's the one where he loses his fingies. That's the second one. I know. Daniel, two more. Okay, I got four. You got four. I think you've already won, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe you did it. Or maybe I didn't. Here's your next. One. I could always embarrass myself. Earthstripe the Strong, a wise old badger, leads the animals of the great fortress of Salamandistron and Redwall Abbey against the weasel, Farago the Assassin, and his core of vermin. Nothing happened in that. You just said there was good guys <laughs> and bad guys. I know. That's That, um, that was the Amazon script. Oh, God. All right. The, the Redwall. <laughs> Daniel, that is Redwall. Okay. That is Salamandistron. That was Salamandistron. That is the one you were okay. you claimed was the uh, one. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> that was the description. They, no, like, like there are good by there are good guys and there are bad guys and they will clash. <laughs> no, so I was what I, the original game I was gonna do was I was gonna take a bunch of Redwall songs and poems and riddles uh-huh. and compare them have see you decide if it was a Redwall or some other random shit. Right. But then I saw this description off Amazon of Salamandistron and I'm like, oh fuck, that's easy. Let's just do that. <laughs> Here's your final one, Daniel. You've already won. Let's see if you go for the gold. All right. Joseph, the master craftsman mouse of Redwall, is visited in a dream by Martin the Warrior. Martin warns Joseph that his daughter is in grave danger. Joseph and his friends set out to the northern seas to battle with Urganagru, the fox wolf. Redwall or not Redwall? 
Gabriel has not read all. That is the Bible. That is correct. <laughs> as incorrect. That is the Bellmaker. <laughs> yeah, all right. I had enough points. Yeah, um, you already won. Yeah, that, that's um, uh, that is Mariel's father. That's oh. a sequel to Mariel of Redwall. Mariel Redwall. All right. All right. And that's how you play Redwall or nothing. Nothing. Daniel wins. Five Woo! out of seven. Five out of seven points. Uh, uh, yeah, Tight. Right. That's a good job on the game, Gabriel. Uh, that's it. Speaking of uh, dribbling in your drink, uh, <laughs> we're going to go on break. Okay. When we come back, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about our feelings. Skiddly dee. Right, that's it. That was the break. Okay. And we're back. Hi. Two. Slow readers. Two rose leaders. Your botanical love podcast. Fuck yeah. Gabriel, yep. give me a fucking keyboard jam. Alright, that's good. What was that noise? Uh that's uh That's X that's XLF. There you go. That uh so this is this is a show where we talk about uh Redwall. We're still a literature show. Sorry, I'm stifling a burp. I think we're both like tired. Uh well yeah. Also, um yeah, well it was hot, then the AC went on and then it got cool, and then when we're cold now I just get tired. Now we're in a closet with no air. Uh-huh. And we've been talking for a little bit. You know how it is. Yeah, you get it. That's it, Gabriel. Everyone I, well, you know all of you have podcasts yourselves, you get it. Yeah, you all have podcasts, you know how they are. Mm-hmm. Also Gabe made us cosmos that were very good. Yeah. But they're gone now. It's a delicious drink. Gabriel. I'll make two more afterwards. Now I'm out of lime juice. Now yep. that we are Talking about our feelings about Redwall. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gabriel, well, first off, we've both read Redwall before, as, yeah. as we've been mentioning before. Uh, and we've pro- we've read like some more books as well from the series. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know when the last time... When was the last time you've read a Redwall book? I very... I, I distinct... I'm not it's not that distinct. I have, a, I have a very clear memory of finishing Tagorunk, because that was the last one I read. I borrowed it from the Allentown Public Library, read it, returned it, and this had to have been, like, approaching high school. Because I, I stopped reading Redwall books by the time I got to high school because I was done reading kids' shit. I wanted to be a big boy. Yeah. I wanted to sit in the library and read Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. And um, and my best friend at the time, he kept on reading them because, you know, he just didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It was, that was, you know, his, his M.O. And he loved these books. So it, it is t- it's one of those, like, regretful shame things where, like, I was, you know, a little asshole. I'm like, you're still reading Redwall? <laughs> He's like, oh, this new one is really good. Rackety Tam's awesome. Then he'd, like, irritate me by shouting Rackety Tam for, like, an <laughs> hour straight. <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> Rackety Tam! So, Rackety Tam! Rackety Tam! Marl Fox! So, um, I... I I haven't read one of these since I pro- since I don't know God over twenty years ago. Yeah. No, like like two thousand two or so. How old are you when you get to high school? Um, we were like fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. We all, uh, me and Gabriel also went to not only the same school district, but we yeah we, we have a school we have a weird thing where ninth grade is in the middle school. Yeah, they've changed that since. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking. A couple weird. years ago, actually. Okay, that's cool. Good yeah, but uh, I stopped reading them when I started approaching an age of maturity where I started. I, I felt this lame obligation to read adult books. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you? I'm a well, actually, even before you get to that, what is what's your history been of this? Why did you start reading Redwall, and how old were you? Um, what was your first Redwall book? Did you start from book one? I, yeah, I did. I started from uh, <laughs> book, book one. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I was. It was in middle school. I was. I was borrowing these from the library, mm. and it's just that thing where, like, if you're in a if you're in a book. Uh, store what the fuck it's a library, library. if you're in a library uh and you're you and you see a book that looks like this and you go 
huh, what's that? It's, it's got a, a thick book, mice of sorts. It's got a, it's got a, that mouse has got a sword, mm-hmm. you know, and you pick it up and you're like, this sounds awesome. And you read it and it's really fucking enjoyable. Yeah. And then you pick, and then there's like, oh, there's like a bunch of them more. Mm-hmm. And then like you do that and you're like, these are all good. For, uh, for me, I think I, I don't remember like explicitly saying like, I'm not going to read anymore. I think it was just that thing with Red Bull where every book is essentially the same again it's like the best you read and worst ten thing. of them and you're kind of you kind of get the point and yeah unless if you're like jones in for red wall you're like 10 was plenty and you, you can imagine it i mean we'll get into it later on because like like i said the best okay the best and worst thing about them is that pretty much every single book is basically the same mm-hmm. just to kind of like mix them around a little bit uh and uh, you know because the like, sense of history is always wonderful the more they expand on that what's that the sense of history is really great. Yeah, that th- that's something when like the world like expands and, uh, mm-hmm. after this, and we'll we'll discover that when we move on. <laughs> but like, it's the it's the best and worst thing. The worst thing because like, you can imagine them kind of getting very samey. That, yeah, as wonderful and fun and inventive as this book was to read, mm-hmm. like it it might be a shame four books later and you're like all right this guy's gonna do this thing yeah but that said it's also probably the best thing because Mm -hmm. like again he was an occupational hazard he was writing these like one a year essentially so like if you love redwall the next book is more red boy howdy yeah you know like if you're like hey i want to but this next one's like supernatural you like supernatural well here's 13 seasons of it yeah 15 now it, it has that kind of quality to it and whatnot. And um, I, I don't... Oh, by the way, I am the one who says and whatnot. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, wow. Hey! Not, not, just, not just there, but like we were in the studio recording uh, something for a different project. And I realized that like, especially when I'm tr- very poorly trying to voice coach someone, uh, like a kind of like crutch I kept leaning back on is that we're, I don't even know how I put this phrase in, but I did kept saying like and whatnot. You know, Whoa, like, Lady Finney, and, and now we yeah. know. It was me. You didn't clarify that in your updated review, but okay. Yeah. Listeners, fine. if you have any problems with the way we speak, am I too low in the mic? Add it in your review. We want to hear it. We want to hear from you. Yeah. I turned him up. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So what was it like picking up Redwall after like almost 20 years of not picking up Redwall? Oh, man. So I almost want to save this. I think I'll save this little anecdote for for, for next time we discover Redwall because it's about like my getting into it from the very beginning. Because the first book I read was Martin the Warrior. Uh-huh. I went out of order. I went completely out of order. Okay. Did you, did you know the order? No. Yeah, you just like picked one up then? It, I picked one up. And that was actually, interestingly enough, a really good one to be our first one. Because, you know, I just saw a book on the cover I got from the library. Mm-hmm. Fucking mouse with a sword and you kicked ass. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if like, I mean, I'm sure that's the case for a lot of these where it's like you can just pick up any one yeah no every single one is standalone yeah I mean, except for maybe like like the the immediate sequels like mariel and bellmaker yeah, but something, something like it's that, not even maybe. that big a deal but again like like uh, as i said in the research jakes didn't have like recurring characters like they're yeah. just martin that's it pretty much but reading mm-hmm. this now as a grown-ass man i don't know i was trying to read it from the point of view of like a rocket a space uh, rocket just spaceships okay i'm sorry motorcycles <laughs> Damn, I could buy a motorcycle tomorrow. Don't. You All right, bastard. I won't. Jesus. Anyway, so um, reading this again now, it's it's fun. I was trying to look at it from the point of view of what if I was a parent? Would I want my kids to look into this? Those red mists of death. And boy, this is way more violent than I remember. I remember like very clearly like Methuselah getting killed. And an outcast of Redwall, really like like the like, pivotal moment happens where a beloved character dies. And I remember being like like 12 i mean like whoa that's some heavy ass shit yeah you know like you reach a certain like this this is perfect young adult material for when you're 
none of kid shit, but you want to hold on to those kind of general trappings, but you want some slightly more mature storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, and at our at our time, it was getting to like Toonami, where all of a sudden your stories had stakes again. Or not again, it's had stakes for in the first place. Mm-hmm. And what I really enjoy about reading this now, as someone who loves story structure, is like, oh wow. This is this is really high stakes. We are introduced to a new character very often, and I grew to like them very quickly. Mm-hmm. And relationships change; they grow, people die, and people learn shit. That being said, the the failings of it every now and again, I'm still kind of like you're kind of walking a weird fine line there, Kyle Bryan, <laughs> where like like oh Matthias just keeps on fucking dipping out to go <laughs> do a new adventure, and I'm like like dude, shouldn't I feel like. Uh, a, a more, a slightly more constant storytelling thing would have been people addressing that he that he's the one who gets to go off and just fuck off, and other people are like, "Don't go and fuck off." Hey, look, we're, we'd all love to leave, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like leaving without your mask. It's yeah. like, yeah, man, I I know, I want to go too, but I'm fine, man. I'm fine. You got this. Yeah. So there are. I noticed inconsistencies that didn't matter to me as a kid, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed it a lot. And again, the, man, the violence. Yeah. Like yeah. the the murder of Sela. Like ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That that I, that was weirdly like the most shocking thing. Where like, um, for listeners who haven't read this or want to know, Clooney the rat, the bad guy, discovers that uh his like what like the heal the healer fox who like was supposed yeah, to come in and crafty help him, healer yeah uh was also kind of like du- was like a double agent and she was like kind of like giving information to Redwall and basically like they were kind of like being like a double blind for each other yeah and then at some point like like she kind of gives away that she knows way more than he wanted her to know and he and like he goes like ah take her and her son take them away murder them in a ditch and then like the next one begins with like uh so the son survived the execution but her dead his dead mother's body lay over her yeah and he's like with no sympathy for his dead mother no. decides to go make his quick buck <laughs> he's like she was old i'm i'm the slime. i'm a hot young thing yeah. so they know for you um uh, yeah. so uh, um what was it like reading this first one again for you because i'm i'm still like wow yeah. i can't believe like no, no no joking i'm surprised you started from book one because i i don't even know why i had the wherewithal to pick book fucking five to start with <laughs> well uh, hey hey to uh poke a hole in the uh the the logic of poke, a 11 year old gabe yeah but it's called the Redwall series so i started with a red wall i didn't know <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost, I was proud. I, I was thinking. About, I didn't like, want to ask the librarian. I, I was thinking, like, like why would I? Why would I start with Redwall? Oh, it's called Redwall. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, don't I know. have no idea. It was there, and it was called Redwall. But um, Bless was probably in the order on the bookshelves. But anyway, oh, I don't know. That, that's the, I'm assuming. Daniel also. had a rich people library. So uh, it's the same fucking library. Jesus no, I went. I went to the Allentown Public Library. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I went to the school. Library. I said that you didn't hear me. Oh no, I don't. I don't you fucker. I went to the, the the school library and everything. Yeah. Um. So anyway, go on. Your library was better. <laughs> anyway, uh. So that said, um. What was the question actually? Do you ask like what? How do I like <laughs> the it? The one you asked me. What's it like reading this at age thirty-three? Uh, different. Uh, I it, it some. I mean, what, like, what do you remember? I I there's a lot of this book I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. I remember this one like kind of like it, it, not to get far into it, but like the hazy memory thing. But like essentially, like I remember the big moments, and I remember this one kind of feeling a little bit different than the other ones. Maybe mm-hmm. this one's a little darker, like as in like. The violence and everything. I don't know about that. I I, I think so, but I don't know. I, like I, like I'll, I'll, this is the story I was going to mention like in a later episode. I'll do it really quick now. Um, uh, the first one I bought was the Long Patrol because it was like the eighth grade uh, scholastic book fair at our at our school, mm-hmm. and I bought that one. And like my a hazy memory from that for me is like 
the battle is over and our protagonist rabbit like stops and like sobs for half a page because of all the death and blood all around him yeah and I'm like hmm that's what you gotta do but then again in Redwall fashion half a paragraph later someone's like buck up kiddo and he's like you got it dude <laughs> yeah it, it's like they don't they don't it's there, but they don't, like, really kind of, like, spend a lot of yeah. time dwelling. They don't dwell on it. They you know? acknowledge the they, darkness, but don't actually investigate they, it. They do the PG-13, where sometimes violence is, like, very grim and graphic, but, like, mm-hmm. it's quick. Yeah. You know? You don't, you don't like, study the violence. Mm-hmm. It's not Perry Mason. All oh, you Perry Mason heads out there. Yeah. And it's not a uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker, where it's, Chewy! And then, well, you would have wanted this. <laughs> oh, that, movie. that was real fast uh but that's a no um reading up again so like it was a weird it was a weird experience getting into it because like i it was enjoying it but i wasn't reading enthusiastically sure you were audiobooking too i was yeah i went back and forth i started reading the, i have a physical oh that's book, right and i started reading this and it was one of those things where it's like oh yeah oh this is nice and then i was like yeah i'll get the audiobook and do something else while reading this uh, and then I picked up and I got the audiobook. There's, it's important to say there's two different audiobooks. Oh. There's the regular audiobook. Mm-hmm. And then Brian Jakes is very involved with doing the audiobooks for most of every single one of these. The so Dirk Mags do it. There's like four or five like books that like for some reason don't have a full cast audiobook oh. for. Like Mike Marl Fox is one of them. That's odd. Um, it is odd. Uh, because especially he did them after he died. Oh my God. But no, uh, he got really, he was really involved. Like apparently some of like his sons like are involved in everything. Kyle? Uh, Kyle, uh, no, that's his, that's his, uh, quote unquote twin brother, which is basically, it's Brian, but he puts on a different mustache. Um, but uh, no, so like, so I was listening to that and that isn't an experience as well because, uh, like again, some of the voices are just really, I wasn't expecting Clooney to sound like this, but I'm like, oh, it sounds great. I like the fact he sounds like this. Daniel, in today's gaming corner, Uh what were you playing while you were, um, audiobook listening? I played a, I played a Into the Breach on Steam and I also played, I went, I finally went back to playing, uh, uh, Death Stranding. Hmm. Um, but that's it. Uh, the fact that the fact that the fact that, um, but, uh, uh, uh the audiobook also had like some kind of like, like the mixing wasn't as good. Oh, interesting. Like again, like, cause, uh, Brian Jakes was doing the narration for it mm-hmm. and he'd get really serious and he'd be talking like this and where's And then like, especially the sparrows, their voices are so high pitched and shrill. And I had the earbuds in and I'd be like, ah, I love Warbeak. And she's like the voice actress I got for her. She sounds great. It's like, it's what you would want her to sound like. Just like the shrill, like sparrow, like, bah, 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 bah. I can't want to do mm-hmm. it. My voice can't go that high. Um, uh-huh. and, do but, the whole remember me, Eddie, just like this thing. Remember what? <laughs> oh, I, I I was thinking I did that on Sex and Violence. What's that? Oh, the the Judge Doom thing. Judge Doom. Yeah, from Roger Rabbit. I can do it. Is that the have, name of the bad guy in that? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it. I can do it. I just have time. to do it away from, away from Mike. Yeah, no, yeah let's not do uh, My voice, like, honestly, I feel like it's one of those things every time I, I was like, I can do that thing, and I try it, and my okay, voice sorry. is just, like, shrilling. Go on. But uh, anyway, the, but no, it's, so, like, that was kind of like a mixed bag. And also sometimes it's very long. So you can feel like sometimes some of the actors who aren't like the highest grade acting and whatnot. So like they, they, mm-hmm. they sound like they're just reading off a page. That's yeah, funny. My things are enough. Um, but I'm sorry. Long story short. Uh, yeah. Reading it. Like I, en- I enjoyed it. It was one of those things where like, I feel like I was looking forward to the things that I remembered, but also being yeah. surprised. It's like, Oh, this one has a snake. No, yeah, that- isn't that's the funniest thing. That's actually my biggest takeaway from reading it again. Now I'm like, I thought this book was like, 200 pages shorter than it was yeah because for me like in my memory 
um, he finds the grave of Martin the Warrior, and the shit's there and done. He gets a seal. Yeah. And, and I thought that, like, and then oh, it's now third act. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. third act. Instead, there's a whole separate book's worth of adventures of him going yeah. up to the Sparrows, getting the sword ship. And then I think it's over. Oh, no, he has to go on the Vol journey and fight as, as Medeus. And I'm like, this book is so much longer than I remembered it being. Yeah. And it's good. This is cool. It means there's different arcs to the adventure but at the same time i could have sworn this book was a hundred thousand words less than it was i, I i'm curious because again like we're going to be jumping all over the place in terms of where we go from here in the next yeah. ones but like I mean, it's all skillfully done I, I i'm curious if like the other ones are more streamlined because this one it did feel like it's very situational yeah where like it's very much like he's in this situation and then that situation was resolved but we're in this other and then like yeah. we and slip Math- into this other one. isn't a very interesting character he's just a yeah. hero mouse he, and he, later later protagonists are much more compelling yeah uh, he, matthias very much is just boy hero yeah you know, that character uh and like I, I you can imagine some of these later ones they just yeah this one has more of like a a chosen one kind of thing yeah I, I don't think the other ones have a, as much of a focus on not that. really I, don't think I mean so. some I don't of remember. them do I mean like they find like yeah. ancient shit there's always like a reference but like I like, really uh, the, curious did anyone see am that is and didn't immediately go that's Matthias <laughs> or am I the only one who's obsessed with spoonerisms and word jumbles I think that's you actually you're the one oh. who think that or uh, my mind just really doesn't go that way. Oh. Um, oh, I, I wanted to say this. Thank you for reminding me. This that would have been a complete thing that I brought up at the start and never went back to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I began by saying, I am, that is. Matthias. My sword will wield for me. Uh, that, in the beginning of the Redwall cartoon. Oh. Um, imagine, like, a Saturday morning kind of exciting, like, intro animation. It, it, it. it it's very faithful to this, but it's also not like terribly exciting to watch. I, was, you know? I, I only saw a couple episodes from the Madame Mayo season. You can watch basically all of it on YouTube right now. Well, that's just you couldn't find on YouTube. No, I can't find YouTube. You can't find the intros with Brian Jakes. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So like, it, and like, imagine like at the He-Man thing, like I have the power. Instead, it's <laughs> I, I am that, that is. is my sword will wield for me. And I hear that like, what did you say? <laughs> I still, I've said this eight times when I, I don't know what I'm saying. I am that, it, I don't know. It, it's like. That's a line between Martin and Matthias. Yeah. I, comma, I am that is Matthias and Martin the Warrior. And I, and like, again, I hear this and I'm just like, I don't know what that, the, out of that, out of it being like a fucking spoonerism or whatever, like, I'm just like, jumbled. what does that mean? It's an anagram. <laughs> yeah, but what does it mean if it's not an, like, outside of the anagram? Anagram. Anagram. Candygram. That's it. Hey, do you want to watch Blazing Saddles? It's on HBO Max. Ah, that's a good idea. That's it. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, no, like, reading it, like, I wasn't terribly... I'm more interested in reading some of these other ones that I... Me, too. I'm looking forward to reading him, like, um... Well, actually, yeah, we'll discuss this when we're doing the next uh, our our next list. There, mm-hmm. you had the great idea to suggest a far later book, one that neither of us have ever touched. Yeah. So it's gonna be a really interesting comparison. Because, uh, like, out of anything, I'm interested in what we're not. I didn't say we're gonna do this one, but like, I'm wondering what the Rogue Crew is like. Yeah. Twenty two books into the series, like, mm-hmm. uh, twenty five years into doing these. I wonder, I wonder if he hits like a certain like apex and then he starts coasting for real or if he just yeah. kept on getting better and better who knows <laughs> he got really fucking lazy yeah honestly <laughs> dude like you know the older i've gotten it, like we're talking to our dear friend katie Kometz of the ap film podcast mm-hmm. she is still filled with that piss and vinegar of wanting to be a filmmaker where she hates marvel movies mm-hmm. and like and i'm looking back being like i remember when i had such high ideals for screenwriting and now I'm combination snobbier and far lazier. Mm-hmm. And if I knew I could write a hundred million dollar movie 
by selling out completely, I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, you, you stop wanting to be Charlie Kaufman, like, midway through your 20s. Uh-huh. Unless you're Charlie Kaufman. Unless you're Charlie Kaufman. And let's see where Brian Jakes ended up on that spectrum. Yeah. I, like, I, what if Rogue Crew is, like, the spectacular, crazy, breaking kind of thing? I'm curi- I'm really curious what it's like, especially because, like, uh, looking, I believe, like, the last several books kind of seem like it's kind of going in, like, a direction. Like, mm. he's, like... I'm less focused on, like, typical, just, like, whatever. And he is like, I like being a sailor. <laughs> uh, like, I hope it focus. I hope there are more um, vermin protagonists, because that's why the outcast is so interesting to me. Yeah. And, and Bellmaker has a, as one of the only depictions of a good vermin in it. That That's, that's always one of the things where, like... Seems kind of racist. Y- I was going to say, and like... What an odd message to give to kids that some things are inherently bad. Yeah, it, it is. And I, I tell you what, it, it, weirdly, in the first book, it kind of works in a different direction, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, and the forces of Redwall, you see animals working together. Like there is mm-hmm. no hierarchy, even though specifically in this one, Clooney says that like, listen, yeah, the rats are the top dogs. Everyone else is beneath us. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like an interesting kind of like, oh, he believes in racial or actually species hierarchy, mm-hmm. sure. whereas Redwall doesn't. But the series as a whole kind of like, yeah, like a rat is always evil. Like, yeah. it, Just as Squirrel thing. makes an observation along those lines, I think, that mm-hmm. during um, uh, when she and Basil Staghair try to steal Martin, the Martin Tapestry again, mm-hmm. where like she's watching them work and she like muses like, it's interesting that in Redwall, we all worked, we're all different beings coming together to achieve a common goal in companionship and friendship and decency. Mm-hmm. And these vermin are working like, against each other and are, are, are having terrible progress because all they do is fight and hate each other. Mm-hmm. So he, I feel like it, he's aware, but it's not very smoothly handled. It, it's like, it's one of those things where like, this is one of the things Maybe that like, give it of the genre. The, well here, no, I was going to say, here's the thing that like, I will always have an issue with Redwall mm-hmm. because like, like if you told me that there's a book where like the main character is like a rat who like, like has like a personal interest in something and like goes off on his own and has like his own Sign adventure and he's the hero. Up. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's the one I want to read. And yeah. it's like, and it's like, Oh, that never happens. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And again, All like right. if, even outcast for being such a breakout one, it, it, it's, it's, it barely, yeah, it probably doesn't. No, it's not to the degree you'd hope it's, yeah. it's, it's more like, wow. It's, it's, it's like a bad seed narrative where a little asshole can just be a little asshole until he redeems himself okay. at the fucking end of the book. Yeah, and so like that, and that's also when I was reading. It's like it, it one of the complaints that people say is that like it is like a little too, uh, uh, uh like uh, what do you call it? Like obvi, black and blue essentially. No, black, black and, and white. Black and, white. No, black no. and blue. I thought it was like, isn't there like another phrase that like true blue? There's like I'm sorry, I meant to say like the true blue kind of thing. Or it's like for people who are true blue, they're always going to be true blue, and then like the bad guys are always bad. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's you know, it's a bit like that and it's kind of it's disappointing it's one of those you i think you said before actually originally i said like maybe i don't know but like where it's like it's kind of like this genre trope of it mm-hmm. where it's just like it's a problem the thing is like i'm like yeah but i don't think people have have had problems with making characters who are you know morally complex i suppose these, these were coming on the 90s fucking yeah. a song of ice and fire were coming on the 90s i don't know i <laughs> guess I, if we're talking if we're talking genre i think there's something you know i love discussing mm-hmm. that a lot of work has no interest in being deconstructionist. And I think that it comes down to the idea that um, it's easier and more straightforward and cleaner, if you want to make it that way, mm-hmm. to say that the bad are bad, the good are good. It, but, you know, like I don't think Red Ball... And he, he dabbles in telling a more complex story, but it comes down to it, vermin, bad, 
um, critters good. Yeah. And he's not that interested in investigating why are the vermin bad? Yeah, yeah. It, it, like this, this, if this was written for people four years older, maybe there'd be more time and space. Maybe even editorial was kind of like, oh, you know, it's just kids' books. Yeah. This is already dark as it is, and you're doing a great job, Brian. And they were, they were selling, Kyle. they were selling well enough. Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Kyle. It's like, no, I'm not Brian. It's Kyle. Look at my mustache. <laughs> but it, Kyle wrote Outcast of Red Wall. But I tell you what, uh, we're going a bit long. So let's, let, let, let's move on. Let's talk about what, no, actually, before we talk about what we're going to do next, uh-huh. let's do a little thing brought to us by our old buddy from the Whip Around podcast. Everyone, please listen to the Whip Around podcast for all your weird news and needs. Comes out every Whip Around Wednesday where Dr. Phil Laporta and Shawnee B. Hayes, also known as Shawnee B. Horny, discuss all things weird news, macabre, and science. They're our dear friends. And Shawnee B. Horny gifted us of our most favorite recurring segment. Hey! Hey! Memories! memories. I, I paused because I was like, wait, am I, am I missing a segment? Do we do something before Hazy Memories? Or no, no it's just Final Thoughts, right? It's Final Thoughts. Okay, that's what it is. So Hazy Memories, Gabriel, <laughs> uh, you might even have Hazy Memories already, actually. Mm-hmm. Let's ask a two-fold question. First off, sure. when you remembered, before having picked it up again, when you mm-hmm. remember having read Redwall, book one, Redwall, uh, what, what was your Hazy Memory? What came to mind? And also, do you have any new Hazy Memories? The only Hazy Memory I truly have of this one is the whole am that is thing and the puzzle that's the clearest memory of me it's martin sorry it's it's matthias trying to uncover the mystery and like figuring out the thing and finding the tomb and that's about it i remember that element of it i and i completely forgot about the sparrows Mm -hmm. i forgot about methuselah getting fucking murdered like brutally (laughs) that that's some great nu- nuanced writing. That might be my hazy memory now. That nuanced bit of writing where Methuselah is like, all right, finally, I finished the tapestry. <laughs> and then Chicken Hound, the young fox, has been caught stealing valuables. And he's sprinting out. And the friar's like, stop, thief. <laughs> and Jake's writes like, Methuselah, knowing how old and feeble and frail he is, stepped in the way of the doorway and held one hand up, going, stop, thief. <laughs> And then Chicken Hound fucking hits him in the head of a bag of metal. <laughs> and like, and Chicken Hound stares, being like, oh, I didn't mean to hit him that hard. I, I, I love that there's that moment of uh, he realizes he committed murder. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird And the thing, book right? digs in. Yeah. Friar's like, you're a murderer! Like, you fucking killed him, dude! And, and, like, and Chicken Hound runs off. And then like, uh, the Friar's holding Methuselah's body, weeping. <laughs> and the first beginning of the next chapter, um, uh, they, ref- uh, they refer to Chicken Hound as the murderer ran. Yeah. And then it, it, it folds back into his heroic self-narration of Chicken Hound the Great sniggered at all those fools. So that's what I remember now that, like like what we were just discussing, like the, the interesting amounts of complexity he can do, but doesn't very often. But I, I'll remember the murder, the fucking murder of Methuselah. It's a straight up murder. It's a straight up murder, bro. And also it wasn't... It was manslaughter. He didn't mean to kill him. It, you know, it was, it was one of those things where like, it, that's... That's the crazy thing about this and whatnot. And whatnot. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, I hear it now. Oh, I, I don't know. And I, I, this is like, I feel like I didn't say it Maybe before. I'm now, a bad listener. I'm Maybe. using it. I don't know. No, it's the thing I just slip in. It's an it, empty noise. It's noise. Sure. Empty, right. But um, it's the idea that uh, he didn't mean, he didn't want to kill that person. He just was trying to get him out of the way. And it's... Uh, Chicken Hound's character is just he's like a weakness yeah so like he he killed someone out of like a realistic way that somebody kills another person because it's like get out of the way it hits him and they're like oh shit oh fuck kill, it, it, there's something very real about it it's weird yeah yeah oof 
We all, we all know that moment. We all, We've all we almost all killed, killed an old man. Oh, almost, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, it. so that's your hazy memory? No, that was yours. <laughs> What's your hazy memory, Daniel? <laughs> that yours. Unless you're commenting on mine, if it's really agreeing no, with no, me, no. that's yours too. Uh, my original hazy memory has always been the uh, the bell falling on uh, Clooney at the end. I forgot about that too. No, I, I remember that. Because it is like, it is like, as a boy, it's like, yeah, no, that's why I want a bad guy to go out. Mm-hmm. Bell falls on him. There's no real climactic sword fight. Yeah. It's just he runs up the thing. And then... Seems like a Disney kind of death. Kind of, right? Um, and uh, and my new hazy memory, I think, is going to be uh, the character, uh, the characters of uh, Captain uh, Captain Snow mm-hmm. and the cat. Gingerbeer. Gingerbeer. Julius Gingerbeer. Yeah, Squire. Squire Julius Gingerbeer. Julius Gingerbeer. I could have but, sworn uh, Gingerbeer is also the name of the younger brother of Sarmina, the villain from Mossflower. Ugh, that was all a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> but that said, uh, no, the those two, like those two characters and the fact that they were just like begrudging friends and like. Uh, the, the owl was sleeping in like the tree because the cat was like, also just, I don't remember those characters at all. And I'm like, no, these are great characters. No, they're fun. I, I would love to see, it would, it's one of those things where it's like, I almost wish that I would love to see a whole story involving those two, like yeah. these friends who are pissed off at each other. And like, you know, like they're real, like fucking snooty and, 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 uh, you know, very high nosed about their fucking bitter, their bickering. Yeah, their, their bitter feud. Uh, so, you know, I, I was very excited for uh, that. I liked it. Good times. That's it. Game yeah. So next time, what uh-huh. are we going to read? Daniel, um, I believe we're doing a short story in between. Yeah, we are. D- d- I believe it was your pick. Yeah, no, it was my pick. No, I suggested it. Um, I thought, yeah, I didn't know we were actually going to do it. But we should do it. Wait. So, Gabriel, uh-huh. it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since we visited our old buddy, Theodore Cheng. Okay. I'm Sounds like, like a fake, fake name. Yeah. Like I was going to say it. Theodore Geisel. We're it's like, Dr. It's like, Seuss. Isn't that fucking Ken Jeong's name in Community yeah. or something like that? And that's, um, uh, no, Ted. Chang. I guess I'll Chang. What's his first name? Oh, I'm, um, uh, Ben. Ben? Ben Chang. Oh, okay. Because his name's Benjamin Franklin Chang. Yeah, not far not far enough from, like, Ted Chang. Anyway, yeah. so Ted Chang, mm-hmm. uh, we were reading from uh, his latest book of collection of short stories, Ex- Exhalation. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to his first collection of short stories oh. and we're going to read a story that i believe is called mm. hell is the absence of god mm, a, that. a story much like this one is it's just like a joyous adventure that's just full of like 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 heroism and like suspenseful things and overall good overcomes evil rollicking quest gabriel that is next time but that's it we're going to come back to redwall yeah we're just taking a small little teeny tiny oh, break Dana, also i'm um, sorry do we want to do something special for 175 or is that a minuscule not worthwhile holiday because 200's coming up oh i thought yeah whatever we're gonna do i believe stuff. 200 we are set to do another harry potter Ugh. but honestly <laughs> it's all of such a bad taste in my mouth these days i'm i daniel for you especially now that we read the first four we can give up now if you want oh, but i want i want us to take on a we could do, new, we'll do something else fucking fancy whatever um, i want a new fun endeavor for our, our milestones fine all right we got 25 weeks to figure it out whatever well, more gonna, than that i'm gonna pick it all right whatever i don't give a you shit fucking fiend but gabriel next yep. time when we do a redwall book yeah it will be mario mm-hmm. of the sea of hemingway of hemingway yes no, what's it what's Mariel of Redwall. Redwall. That's yeah. it? Okay. She has a f- really cool last name, like, 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 fuck a shit up or something. Hemingway? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, but yeah. But yeah, Mariel of Redwall, whose weapon is a fucking not a rope. Yeah. And it's, it's rad. And, uh, and basically, I believe, should we kind of go through the ones that we think we're going to pick? Well, are we doing Mariel first? I thought it'd be fun to do Hyrule Lane first. 
So we can do we can do or yeah. we can, or we or rogue crew. How about this? First and last. How about this? Mm-hmm. Let's play rock paper scissors. Okay. And Gabriel, you always pick rock, so don't pick rock. I I, don't, I never pick rock. You always pick rock. Don't pick rock. Okay. Fine. Okay. Ready? Rock paper scissors shoot. Nice. Yes, I always pick scissors, dumb shit. You do? I always pick scissors. Yeah, I don't know that. I I've also... said that every time. No, I always thought, it... usually everyone always picks rock. I always pick scissors. All right, whatever. Uh, that said, so next time we're going to be doing uh, Mariel of Red Wait, Wall. why do we rock paper scissors for? Okay. Yeah, just to fuck with you. <laughs> you know I, I, I think that we should either do Hyrule Lane or Rogue Crew. So just for a comparison. I think we'll give us uh, more to talk about. Okay, no, okay. We'll do we'll do Hyrule Lane. We'll do Hyrule Lane. And, Hyrule Lane. Then, and then we'll come back to Mariel. Then we'll go to Mariel after that that mm-hmm. but uh, but also like when we get back maybe we might stick in a short story between them because yeah unlike the other stories that we've been following these are like fucking full length fuck these are books, thick man. books See, i was shocked brian jakes is a monster yeah he's a beast he's a beast all right mm-hmm. but that's it next he's a sailor man next time theodore chang's uh hell is the absence, hell is of, the absence god. of god from exhalation from no stories of from your stories life. of your life uh and then after that back to Redwall. but gabriel right now i want you to do one thing i want you to do then go plug um um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already, please check out Self-Evident Asian America Stories. I contributed to this podcast um, last year, and it's still going strong. It's going great. Um, check out my episode, episode three, um, the talk we were supposed to have. I'm very proud of it. The second season's coming out. It's already out. Is it? I got the uh, I got the notification that it's coming, like the trailer episode. I, I didn't actually. Oh, uh, weird. I don't know then. Anyway, not, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, please check out our other show on the Top Gallant Radio ship it is ap film by film school professionals um or katie and comets and malu marones who are not film professors mm-hmm. teach their own school of film it's very exciting they've begun their brand new syllabus it is titled do teenagers really talk like that and it's mm-hmm. investigating teen films and the language they use as well as what it means to grow up in film yes the latest episode is on The Breakfast Club. And, yeah. Uh, the new episode is on... Easy A, I believe. Easy A? Is that what they're doing? Yeah. That's no, no, movie. Lady Bird. Oh, it's Lady Bird. Then yeah, it's Easy right. A. Okay. Oh, know. Jesus. It's Lady Bird. <laughs> that's going to be a two-hour... That's going to be a that's gonna be a, a, a dynamite five-hour edit for me. Yeah, good. Have fun with that. Huzzah. Gabriel, mm-hmm. you can follow me. Actually, no, don't worry about the, the social medias. However, you can buy my fiction right now anywhere you get your ebooks, specifically yeah. on Amazon, you get the physical copies. Yeah, and yeah. Cook in the Kingdom and The Shadow from the Deep. Also, I recommend all y'all out there to check out the new latest Wondery show that I've actually uh, gave, uh, helped out with called yeah, Guru, the Dark Side of Enlightenment. Yeah. I helped a little bit. I'm credited at the end of the uh, sixth episode. Yeah. I always want to say at the last episode, but they did like two bonus ones where it was just like interviews or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, like, you contributed. The the annoying thing is that but it's listed as like seven eight and it's like no there's only six episodes <laughs> stop it y'all anyway but check that out uh it was really fun uh, to get involved with that uh it was very dark and horrifying to listen to all those raw interviews mm. but shit happens uh that said gabriel that is the end that's the end of our show one last time for the love of god write a review for our show on apple podcasts mm-hmm. because Again, we'll read it on air and joyfully analyze and sweat over every detail. Hashtag. We want to hear from you. Yes. Hashtag WAPS. Yeah, why not? All right. That's the end. Okay, bye. Top Gallant Radio. Brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara.